pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. It is the Christmas show and my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. Uh, and we are Anless today. No, yeah, no Anne this evening, which is a shame. It was looking good uh, for a while, oh, no. but then uh, she got ill. She did. She was planning the Christmas party, Steve, is this true? She, what, she did go for it pretty hard. Did she? The Christmas she does party. like a Christmas party, she doesn't she? She does. She's got three Christmas jumpers. Right. Mince pies before guys. Okay. I can't remember the other yeah. two. Um, but yeah, we all had a really, really good time about the Christmas party. I'm sure we'll talk about that a bit later on the show. You weren't there. I wasn't there, I'm afraid. I was on baby duty. Mm. How did that go? Went very well, well, actually. I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, tempt fate or anything like that, but she seems to be sleeping okay at the moment. <sighs> Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, put her to bed and um, was, uh, was Dexter was around, wasn't he? So, um, Fortnite. He de- no, he definitely was not playing Red Dead Redemption, Steve. Oh, really? You know, 100%? It's an 18 rated game and he's only 10. Good. I'm glad he wasn't doing that. Uh, no, if he was, every story about Red Dead Redemption would start, I, I, I don't know, I might pop out of the room. Because if he was to play it, I'd be there watching him okay of course and i wouldn't let him play the story mode he's just sort of mess around on his horse that yeah. seems fine you know There's a young boy horse horse games you know star stable and all that but uh every single so everything that happens in red dead redemption is the same with him in that he'll he'll be playing it along and he'll go oh no i'm going to be nice and he'll go oh look you know there's a suffragette i'm going to talk to her and da, da, da. and he'll go oh i'll go and i'll go and uh, get my hair cut find and out can... a little bit about um feminism well exactly no in the 19th he, century he, he um he genuinely is and then uh he'll be talking to someone and then all of a sudden uh, because i believe I'm, i've not played uh, i've not played for ages, so i can't quite remember the controls uh but i do remember them being cumbersome but uh rockstar helpfully have made it so that the control um 
to interact with uh, a person right. is exactly the same as uh, drawing your gun. <laughs> and uh, as soon as you draw your gun on someone, they, they run off, mm. a crime's reported, then investigated. And then, then it escalates. Yeah, exactly, and he ends up drowning. <laughs> and honestly, every single time he plays, he doesn't play the game. So that's, yeah, that was what we that's, did Friday. That's, in many ways, that is the ESRB's fault, not his <laughs> or yours, if this were to happen, which yeah, it hasn't. Of course so, it hasn't. good. Um, it's our Christmas show. Yeah, we're off now for how long? We are back, I think it's second week of January. I'm not sure, actually, it might be slightly earlier. Does it say anywhere? In the sh- we're looking around. Uh, the 7th, I believe. Says well, that's, that's when everybody's back at work. That's the Monday that people are back at work. Right, okay. I'm so back on the 3rd. I know. That's not okay. In my, in my uh, day job. Monday 7th. Mm. Monday 7th. So we've got a few weeks. Oh, uh, a couple. How many weeks? It's three weeks. Is that right? Let's so, say that. Feels like two. Three weeks. Uh, three weeks off. Three weeks to play video games. I've had a very video gamey week. So I've got a lot of games. So I understand. That's unusual, isn't it? What's been going on? Um, what has been going on? What happened? Oh, I'll tell you what happened. We had the Christmas party on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, which was fantastic. And that also marked the end of my working week, my stressful working okay. week. I spent all of Saturday not doing anything, right. just playing video games. Okay. Uh, so I've got a lot of video games to talk about, uh, one in particular which I'm in love with. And if you're listening at home, why, why not spend uh, the time from now until the review section, which will be in whatever time it takes for us to run out of things to say, yeah. uh, guessing what that game okay. might be. I might offer some advice uh, for those listeners mm-hmm. um, who might be interested in um, uh, checking out the game that you're in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, do yourself a favour and set up a Russian eShop profile account uh. on your Switch. <laughs> do that now. <laughs> It'll come in handy later. If you've got any Russian friends visiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Russian family members, don't you? I do, yeah. He time. popped over uh, th- <laughs> this morning, actually. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and it was, it, was, uh, it was very very easy to do. You just need to have muscle memory on what the prompts are in the store. If he's, if, if he's, if he's round but he's not in the room, right. you need to remember what the buttons in the store do. So no scants and no news no. because we'd, we'd actually said she'd, uh, she'd written to us the other day and said, you know, maybe we shouldn't do the news. I mean, that's prescient. Right. We shouldn't do the news this, uh, this Monday. We should just chat about, it should be a roundup of events of the year. Wow. I can barely remember the weekend. Me too. So maybe we should, uh, should we try and do a news section by looking at a popular video game website. Oh, can, can we find out it. what happened in the year? In the year, year roundup. Yeah, in January. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we can probably do that. Have you got okay. any music? Um, what to put on right now? Yeah. Uh, okay, I can. Uh, if you give me, I did try and do this in advance. That's why I was scooting away from the microphone. But I've sort of. Okay. I think the internet isn't working very well. Right. Um, it's going to be okay. We can. Is it going to be okay? Have you found something? Uh, yeah. I'll try uh, hitting the. In the old jingle for the last time this year. Okay. When does she she do that bit? (laughs) Does she do it now? It's 7.06 on Monday, December the 17th. I'm not Anne Scanterbury, and this isn't the news either. Okay, let's run through the highlights of what happened in January. 
We're going to do this 12 times. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's. Um, oh. what, uh, what peripheral maker was re-established on January the 4th this year, Steve? Peripheral maker? I know that's an odd one to kick off the year. If that was um, a sign of things to come, then you may think that 2018 was going to be disappointing. Mm, a slow year. Mad Cats Perif- was re-established. I don't even know how what that to, means. How does one establish oneself? Well, we've, been, uh, we've been trying to work that out for 12 years. Uh, which um, company did Rebellion buy on January the 8th? Ooh, that's a... I'll tell you, they, they, they bought Radiant Worlds. Remember them? I would them? not have got that. And they immediately rebranded the studio as Rebellion Warwick. So... <laughs> I know. <laughs> but hey, we've got big plans for you. What's that? <laughs> Changing your logo. You're going to now be known as Rebellion Warwick. Um, who are Radiant Worlds? What did they do? I can't remember. They, they don't even have a link in Wikipedia sounds, for you to click on. No, it sounds... Uh, they sound like a... MMOE type yeah, it does, studio, doesn't it? Uh, THQ Nordic. Now, they've been spending a lot of money this year, haven't they? Who was their first acquisition of 2018? Oh, no idea. Uh, well, on February the 14th, Valentine's Day. What a better day. No better day to buy another company. Uh, they bought Koch Media. Really? Yeah. They didn't b- bother rebranding them, though, no, did they? They should have done. Well, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the Game Developers Conference was held in 19th, 19th of March. And uh, finally, for that quarter, Vivendi formally ended its attempt to acquire Ubisoft. Hold on, I found out about Radiant Worlds. Yeah. It was, it says on the internet, mm. founded in 2013, almost immediately after the closure of which game studio? <laughs> Rebellion. <laughs> of Blitz. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's an Oliver Twins um, thing. Oh, yes, it is. Did they mm. ever do anything? Unclear. They had, what, 2013 to 2018 to do it. Right. And the Following King's League went, <laughs> I like the cut of your jib. Uh, they, they, they're, their first game, Sky Saga Infinite Isles, in August 2017, got cancelled. Um, but then they were rescued by Rebellion Warwick. So it doesn't sound like they did. Funded by the well, I tell you what, then. though, if any company CEO is going to ride in on a horse to save you, <laughs> it's Jason Kingsley, isn't it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So is that January wrapped No, up? that's quarter one. We're oh, through to April one. now. Yeah, no, Already? exactly. Yeah, well, I don't want to do the whole lot. Do you want to... All right, yeah. let's do quarter two theme. Uh, more acquisition news then. Valve Corporation bought a developer. Can you remember which one? I do know who they bought this year, and that is um, the Firewatch lot. It is. Campo Santo. Campo Fire- Santo. Firewatch out on the eShop today. Is that right? It is. Yeah, I've never played it, have you? Uh, Firewatch? Yeah. I've pretended I've played it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably publicly. Right. Fair enough. Mm. Well, you have an opportunity now. I will tell you this: that it's um, it's not it's not uh, significantly cheaper in Russia. <laughs> Unusually, <laughs> your, friend, your friend came around. Your family <laughs> member came around. You just discussed that. We like, did discuss that because after uh, I bought the game that you love, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what else is coming out." And I think actually, I think it's slightly more expensive. I don't understand e- e-shop pricing. So. Uh, which studio closed down on uh, May the fourteenth, Steve? High-profile studio from a high-profile guy. Is it Cliffy B's? It is Cliffy lot. B's. Um, uh, Boss Key Productions. Yeah, they closed down on May the 14th. Now, um, Did you ever t- play his game? Of course I did not play his game. <laughs> um, 
I, it may have happened whilst I was uh, on my travels, actually. But did you report the fact that Cliffy B said, that's it, I'm never making video he games again? He said that. He said, uh, he said he's done with it, isn't he? I think we did talk about that. Okay. Was um, the general consensus that, was that that's positive news for the year or not? <laughs> I don't think it's ever positive if someone's so disillusioned with video games and the video game industry that they walk away. Um, but maybe it's positive news for Cliffy, who, you know, he... Gets a gets a rough ride from the video game. He also has a lot of support from a lot of people, but he is a figure, and that means you attract a lot of negative attention. And maybe he needs some space, some time. Maybe twenty nineteen, he'll go and do something else. Okay, I suspect he'll be back making video games in, <laughs> I within six well. months. But uh, Microsoft bought how many companies did they announce at E three? Four. That number's in my head. It is four. Can you can you name them? There was a car one. <laughs> the car one. Yep, playground games. One. And there was probably a shooty one because there's, you know, if you're going to buy a car one, there's probably a shooty one too. And then there's probably an indie one. Okay. Uh, Undead Labs? I don't know. No. That's a zombie one. one yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. Uh, Compulsion Games? That sounds like a free-to-play one. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ninja Theory? Of course. Of course. That's your, mm. your big hit. How did, how did Tamim, Handsome Tamim, feel about this? Very pleased, I'd imagine. Of course. He would be, wouldn't he? Mm. Uh, we've uh, we've 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 strolled into. Uh, I suppose they count as the indie one because everyone loved that game of them, didn't they? Since yeah, free on Game Pass today. Is it? Yes. Okay. Have you played it? No, it's only free today. Of course, I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you going to play it? Yes, I am actually. Yeah. I'm very pleased to I've, see. I've heard really good things yep. about it. Uh, right. Okay. Q3, Steve. <laughs> Uh, this um, section here is just, I mean, it's not major events, it's who bought who. Okay, so Electronic <laughs> really Arts is. announced the acquisition of industrial toys. Don't know who they are. No. Although Electronic Arts did have a history of buying people and then uh, they eventually closed down, didn't they? That is, that's the thing that the internet likes to say about EA. Uh, they either get closed down or they get absorbed into EA in such a manner that they're no longer you know, offering the function of the original studio they bought. Do you remember who Sumo Digital bought in... Uh, we're in August now. In, in August. And this really is the mastermind acquisition mm. round. I have no idea who Sumo bought. They bought the Chinese room, didn't they? Did they? They did. I had no idea about this. Did that pass you by? It did. This is news to me. Mm. Huh. And in fact, they've just, they've just appointed um, a man you know as the uh, studio director. I believe this is public knowledge. Ed Daly. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. You know Ed Daly, don't you? Did you work with Ed Daly? When I see Ed Daly, I think of you. <laughs> We're on quarter four yet. Ba ba ba. Um, uh, yes. Well, no, we're not. Uh, still in quarter three. Uh, Capcom Vancouver shut down. Oh, I do remember I'm reporting that. That's a downbeat note, isn't it? Canadian games industry uh, is really strong, isn't it? It is. Is it based specifically in... No, because it's definitely a lot in Toronto, isn't there? There is. There's Montreal and uh, Vancouver. Vancouver as well. I mean, we are just naming places in Canada. <laughs> Those now. are all the places. Those are the places. Okay. Uh, and then also at the end of Q3, mm -hmm. Telltale Games. Shut yeah, down. which was a story that ran on and on, didn't it? Because they didn't. It wasn't a clean, clean break, was it? They thought they looked like they were going to go for a while during 2018. Then they got out Batman. They did get out Batman, uh, and, and they, everyone was like, "Oh, they're back! It's good." 
and they announced The Walking Dead, and then suddenly they were gone. And um, a lot of people very, very disappointed with the way Telltale handled it, but I'm sure that sure that they did uh, everything they could to have saved the studio, and part of that means having some bravado about them continuing, uh, because otherwise it becomes a self-fulfilling fantasy, right? Fantasy yeah. prophecy. Well, uh, and they are apparently, or somebody is finishing off uh, the last season of The Walking Dead, even though you can't buy it anymore. <laughs> really? So there you go. Uh, that's, uh, that's it for Q3, Steve. Okay, on to... On to the delights of Q4. Well, I'd say uh, delights, but I think whoever was writing this Wikipedia entry just got bored because apparently nothing happened in October. That, <laughs> that can't be right, can it? Something must have. We should, uh, should go back we should ask Anne. through the archives. Yeah. Nothing happened. Uh, there's only two entries for November. Uh, BlizzCon was held. That didn't, <laughs> that didn't. And that's the only mention of well, it. Well, actually, there was the thing at BlizzCon, wasn't there? Well, with that's the what I'm announcement. saying. The announcement of... Uh, There's no mention of that here. Oh, right. that was held. Yeah, Did anything held. happen? Nothing, uh, of, nothing of significant... I don't think I remember what was newsworthy. No. Uh, and then the other closure, uh, who went um, after 28 years in business and who we'd all forgotten was around uh, last month? 28 years in business and we'd all forgotten was around. Can I have a clue? Uh, they were killed by the internet. Okay. So that, that means that physical goods? Yes. So, some, uh, uh, you know, e.g. game or electronics no. boutique, not a store? No. Okay. They were killed specifically, I would have thought, by websites like GameFAX. Oh, I know. Mm. Uh, Prima. They did, yeah. Prima Gu- Game Guide. It's one of those companies where you're like, oh, that's a shame. And then you realise that you've never, like, you hadn't actually thought of them for... Yeah. I mean, there was a time... <sighs> I would have thought if GameFAX was going to kill them they would have been dead a long time, a long time ago. ago. Exactly, so credit to them. Yeah, well done. Uh, that's it. I should um, mention then, I guess, that there's... Uh, there must the, be some news this month. Well, though. what I'll do now, though, uh, to make ourselves relevant... Yeah, skip over to December. Well, no. Uh, to your game. Is, is this going to be the end, finally? Uh, sure. Okay. And finally, then, uh, here's a list of unscheduled releases for 2018 who have got 15 days... Uh, within oh, which to okay. I- emerge. Uh, most of them I've not heard of, actually. Canarium, Corpse Party 2, Fear Effect Reinvented. So Fear Effect, was that not one of the... Did, yeah, maybe that was that one that came out on... It did come out on sw- uh, Switch, but is it not one of those games that the Square Enix Collective... They did, yeah. offering, yeah. oh, you can have this IP yeah. and make a game with. So maybe that's... Maybe that's the product of one of those things. Xenonauts 2. Did you ever play Xenonauts 1? I did not play that. Mm, Me neither, so... Quake Champions. Okay, so that's been in beta for a while, hasn't it? Okay. Uh, Overload, don't know what that is. Project Phoenix, there you go. Well, they've got uh, 15 days to not disappoint fans of the 2018 in video gaming wikipedia page has nothing happened this last week in is it, or has it all been roundups has well nothing, no news at all no nothing's happened nothing's happened what's on the front page of Eurogamer? let's have a look hold on well, there's the highlights. So, exactly. Um, so, so, no. no. <laughs> they had their staff party on Friday as well, didn't Did they? they? Yeah. No news from that. <laughs> um, okay. Fallout 76 players say that the Atom Shop prices are getting out of hand. So that was the thing. Fallout 76 came out. 
sort of came from nowhere, didn't it? It was announced not that long ago. Then it came out and people were like... Didn't like it. No, didn't like Have you we, played that? We don't like this. No, of course I've not. It's what? online, isn't it? Well, you play... Well, your family members play Fortnite. Isn't Red Dead a bit online? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit online now. Um, almost identical things happen, although with strangers. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Push X to hog tie. Well... <laughs> Um, after all these years, World of Warcraft adds a potion to understand your enemy within. I mean, Don't you know, know what that means. Well, exactly. Oh, PS4. The uh, PS4 announced, uh, gave you a little thing that told you what you've been playing it's over five years. Thing, yeah. Have you seen yours? I have, yeah. Uh, what it, happened? It made me, well, first of all, obviously the first game I played was uh, Killzone. That's why, because it came with it, I think. Okay. Top three. I was quite happy with them. Um, in third place, Star um, Spider Man. Right. Okay. In terms of hours. Okay. Second place, GTA Five. So that would be a new entry this year. Yeah. Spider Man. Uh, okay. Third. Uh, second place, GTA Five. I've barely turned my PlayStation on all year. I mean, so that, I mean, I that, literally that haven't. So that's what this video says. And then top was um, Star Wars Battlefront, and all that video did was make me go, "Oh, I really loved Star Wars Battlefront, didn't I?" And then <laughs> made me get angry about pre-ordering Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm. What were your stats? Uh, I didn't switch my PS4 on to okay. find out my stats. So yeah, you could do it through the website. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. I'd have to remember my log on for, <laughs> for that sort of stuff, and I haven't. All right. Um, thanks, Simon. You're welcome, I think Steve. We got through that, didn't we? Mm. Just about. Uh, let's have a bit of uh, music. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. <laughs> Do you say Happy Christmas? Do you say Merry Christmas? I say Happy Christmas. I say Happy Christmas, but I think it might what be wrong. What are we wrong. supposed to say? Right, okay. I think people have corrected me. It's like, it's always have yourself a very merry little Christmas, uh, that is. You have to say merry little. No, but this song does. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Chiptune Christmas. It's from YouTube. I don't know who that's by. It's by Tris. 
says here, published on December 24th, 2015. It's from YouTube because chipmusic.org seems to be down at the moment. Or it Christmas seems to be holiday. Serving, serving me Christmas tunes. A lot of people off work at the moment. Um, you are... It's, it's, well, I don't know what it is for you, but for me it's uh, panic present, present buying season. Yep. And it seems to be for most of London as well. Like, okay. Do you, do you go out and buy your presents, do you? Uh, sometimes. I think it's nice to put yourself through something like that once I a year. D- I do not think that. No, it's, it's horrible. Um, but my, uh, my partner, who is uh, the bulk of my present giving time uh, spent on mm. her, um, she doesn't like video games. So I don't what ever really earth buy. Do you talk about? I know quite. I well, just right. sit there. Silence. <laughs> um, she plays Mario Kart. Okay, a bit with me. She's right. very good okay. at that. But and she plays Pixelgrams. Right. I think that's out of duty. Okay. rather than anything I, else. That's true of all of us. Steve. And she does recognise chime, and she plays it. Well, she used to. Uh, she doesn't play video games, which means I never get to buy video games as presents. But you, mm-hmm. uh, you've got a child. I do, and a wife who does like video games. Mm, so uh, only one of which uh, listens to the show sometimes. So right, we can't. We obviously we can't talk about this year. Okay, but what's your experience in buying video games as presents? Because I, I always think like, don't people who want video games generally get those things for them? And well, it's them? it's interesting, isn't it? That this year has been very unusual. Um, uh, it's been very unusual in that. Um, you had all of the games come out in October, although apparently not, according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia. Um, uh, or even starting with the end of September with the uh, release of FIFA. Um, they are all super cheap now for Christmas. I bought uh, Dexter. He, he doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, the Switch version of Starlink. Uh, the uh, the shooty space thing. So uh, I was reading with physical. I mean, because he doesn't listen, I can no. tell you. Yeah, I, I was reading that's been discounted to oh. a third of its price. It was seventy nine pounds ninety nine at launch, which right. I think it launched in October. Okay, I didn't pay that. I bought I had my uh, friend from America over, and he, <laughs> he was desperate for the uh, for the digi- for the digital version, which he paid sixty dollars for. Um, uh, although he got, he had got, he he'd managed to get cheap uh, eShop credit, so he didn't right. actually cost that much. Uh, yeah, it's so I bought it for him last week, right? It's an eighty pound, uh, and it comes with a little ship, doesn't it? Comes with that. Well, the Switch version comes with uh, Star Fox's sh- ship, doesn't it? Huh? So uh, I bought when I bought it for him, it was twenty five pounds. Now I thought, okay, it was a nice thing to have. It, no, it's, it's toys as well. He's younger mm-hmm. than me. I'm not I'm not going to play with the R wing on uh, on the train, am I? I'm not going to no. clip that to my Joy Con. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Only but, in the privacy of your own. <laughs> exactly, and. Um, so £25, right? Fine, big box. He's going to be happy with uh-huh. it, isn't he? And, yeah. he? and he'll look at it and think, oh, that's an expensive gift. It's £15 today. You're kidding no. me. On Switch, with yeah. the game? With the game. I'm having it. Yeah, I know, I don't want the ship. It's an awkward I mean, way, really... Well, it's an awkward way to play because you, you, you need the physical bits to play the game. If you, uh, if you have the physical... Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, well, so that's why it's down to 15 quid because right. who wants to do that? Well, yeah, exactly. So... Um, but uh, FIFA came down to £25 on Switch, uh, certainly over Black Friday. Uh, I sent uh, my my father-in-law, is, 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 uh, he doesn't know what to get me this year, uh, so I passed on to my wife uh, Diablo 2, 
right? Which is a perfect Christmas present for me. I don't really want it, but I was going to buy it. Is this on Switch? Thirty-one ninety-nine. Diablo three. Sorry, Diablo three. It is. Sorry, because uh, I missed that discount. Thirty-one pound ninety-nine. I I was going to buy it and then realised that it's basically a bad idea because that game perfect is present. Yeah, except for that game is one of those games that you will very easily get into and then you will lose 100 hours of your life, like quite quick. Agreed. Um, But I, right now, don't want that to happen to me. I want to be productive over the next couple of months. And I was like, but maybe I could buy it and maybe I can trust myself to not open it for a little while and then I missed out on the sale. It's gone. It's off the. Is it? It's off the storefront. Well, I so. hope my father-in-law did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, actually, I have got a notice from Kate's listening. Hello, Kate. Uh, so I can't talk specifically right, about what course. she's getting for, no, no, for no. Christmas uh, this year, but it's very expensive. Loads of, of very course. expensive stuff. Of course, because you've saved so much money <laughs> exactly. elsewhere. You know, you're you, it just. It just makes sense to give uh, it to the people who deserve it. Yeah. So it is. It is tricky buying uh, video game stuff, isn't it? I mean, obviously, it's easier for children, but mm. uh, I'm very easy to buy for this year. I think Diablo 2 the Switch drum game again I really want that but I don't want to buy it right I saw um, uh, you know I'm not as familiar with young children uh, as you are but I saw today uh, on um, can't remember whose Twitter account it was but I saw that I didn't know that you can get those sort of children's light-up things that you hit and it says letter A or, you know, green. Just okay. sort of simple... Yeah. What do you call those things? I think you described Children's light-up things. <laughs> exactly. things. Uh, you can get those like joypads now. You can get them shaped like joypads. Right. You, I was just about to follow on with this because obviously I bought my daughter one. Uh-huh. And yeah, the toy shops are so clever, right? Because obviously she doesn't care what it is. Uh-huh. Um, although she does seem to very much like it. But what they've done is they've created an emotional attachment because I like video games. Uh, I'm going to buy that for my course. daughter. Uh, it costs £10 and um, it goes... Uh, one, two, three, four, up goes your score. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're great. Sounds uh, like you've heard that. I've heard it a lot. Uh, and there's another one. Uh, but then, yeah, you push it. But yeah, it's, it's because, well, Dad likes video games, so uh-huh. I'm going to buy that for her. And it makes my heart melt to see her playing with a pretend joypad. Well, the video I saw today mm. uh, showed, you know, that sort of functionality. And then said, the person said, yeah, but look. Uh, and if you put in the Konami code, up, up down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. It does a special thing. No, it doesn't. Yeah, so you can complete the... Complete the... Okay, the I believe pads. we have a listener at home at the moment. Can you, you text do. in if that's, <laughs> if that's correct? that model. Yeah. Some right. video. Maybe I can see if I can find, the, right. find the video. What um, are you hoping for? Are you hoping for any game stuff, Steve? Yeah, you see, that's the problem, isn't it, right? Like, uh, if, if there's a game that I want, then I'll go out and buy it. And it is finding that sweet spot, sweet spot of a game that you would never buy yourself, but you sort of secretly want, right? Yeah. So the Switch, the Switch drum game, and Diablo three. You see how much an Xbox One X was today? Wait, wait, wait. You mean uh, Tyco? Yes. Nodes. So, have you? What has that been discounted as well? Or is that just something you want but you would never? Yes. Right. Okay. I don't care how much people have paid. For it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they increase the price. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you see how much an Xbox One X went for? To, was was going for today? Like no. two hundred and fifty quid with uh, really? Red Dead Redemption, uh, all the car games. And um, right. I, some other stuff. All of the car <laughs> games. Car edition. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have an Xbox. Um, I'm not really tempted, though, because I already have too many games to play. Uh, there's, I, I have a queue 
of things that I want to play on Steam, and if I can ever get around to switching my PS4 on, maybe on there too. I've not played Spider-Man, for example. And on the Switch, there's just a massive amount of stuff. It's terrifying, the, the number of games on the Switch these days. i tell you something I did notice. With this conversation is quite sprawling, which is fine. Um, today, on the Switch, something that I've not seen on consoles for a very long time is region-specific Switch games on the UK store. So games that are not in English, uh, just popping up things that I've never heard of that have... Uh, you know, Spanish titles or... or have you? Have yeah. you got any other profiles on yours? Have you had any Spanish friends no, come around? No, I have zero other profiles because I've no friends or family members. Uh, <laughs> despite it sounds, abroad. You know, I wish I did because it sounds like, a, you know, it must be nice to see a Russian friend uh, intermittently. But, um, yeah, to see the, the Switch store, it, despite it having an awful lot of games on there still seems to be almost a different ecosystem from the other other platforms i don't go on there and see i see a different type of game on there um which might be because there's an awful lot of very very quick ports from mobile on there at the moment and also i think a lot of japanese and korean things um that wouldn't normally get a western release i don't have any friends from there either so News just in mm-hmm. um, from our uh, child Joypod <laughs> correspondence. Uh, my fantastic wife, thank you very much. She said, yep, uh, there is no start button. No. Uh, but it makes the Mario growing mushroom sound, two coins, and you win. Isn't that amazing? Wow. <laughs> there we go. It's a perfect gift for all one-year-olds. Thank you very much, Kate. <laughs> oh, well, <I'm> straight <laughs> in. Thank you very much for your letters that you've sent in this week. Uh, It's been great to hear from you all year, actually. Yeah, thank you so much. We we haven't had to do as much nagging. We have not. This year. Uh, Chris Conroy writes, uh, Dear festive team, a magical helper, SSG, I still believe. So here it is. Merry Christmas, everybody having fun. Last week I asked you what you need to do before the year ended, and I hope you're still on track for those things. I still haven't signed that game from the guest. Really? No, contract discussions are oh, ongoing. Okay. There are two points, two clauses that we're... That we're well, not that we're stuck on, uh-huh. but two clauses up for debate. You're finding the point between Should you. be signed this week. Okay. Uh, but what about things you've not got around to doing? At the start of the year, I look forward to visiting the Nottingham Video Game Museum, trying out that Star Wars VR experience at Westfield and breaking my Picross Galaxy addiction. The National Video Game Museum has moved and I never did get around to Star Wars, but I did replace one mobile gaming habit with many other excellent alternatives. What's left on your 2018 bucket list that will roll around into 2019? Your carry-forward correspondent, Chris Conroy. Mm. Uh, P.S. Thanks for all the great hashtag content and events this year. You've been excellent as always. Merry Christmas, OLL. Thank you, Chris. Well, I made one promise to the listeners uh, in she, January, I remember it, Steve, because it's haunted. It out and... It's haunted me okay. since then. I vowed that this year would be the year I would finish Dragon's Lair, <laughs> and I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Uh... I haven't. I've got a Switch. Dragon's Lair's not on Switch. Put Dragon's Lair on the Switch, and I might finish it. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Well, Diablo, I guess, will roll over into next year because I, I imagine that I'll end up with that as well. Um, I think there probably are some some games that I, I said that I would finish. There was one I was thinking of the other day, Gorigoa. Oh, yeah. I never quite got to the end of that no. and really, really enjoyed it all the way through. Didn't do that. Obra Dinn as well. Uh, have I you started s- it? Yeah, I started it. Is I was it like, good? well, this is incredible. Okay. And then never liked right. it again. Um, because 
that's the problem with this uh, with with video games at the moment. There's always something next week. Uh, and I was talking to someone uh, at, at the One Life Left Christmas party. I was. Oh, that's good of you. <laughs> I just <laughs> said the green room. Exactly. <laughs> just drinking. Yeah. Um, no, I was, sat, I was I was chatting to someone uh, about, it and they were saying, "Oh, I'm not sure it's been a great year for video games this year. It's you know, there've been a lot of good titles, but I think there've been." A substantial number of standout titles, of which Gorogoa was one, and the game that I'm going to talk about later is oh, another. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Do you have any letters, Steve? Oh, I do. Sorry. Lost in thought. Um, oh, the other Chris. Chris Stewart, who, mm-hmm. for my money, which is nothing, because I'm not going to give anyone money for this, but for my money, Chris Stewart's been the letter writer of the year. Yeah. Always, always something thoughtful. Uh, everyone else, pick up your game a bit. No, everyone's been good. Everyone's been good. Uh, Dear team OLL and SSG, it's that time of the year again when we all spend time with friends and family over the festive period. Do you have any favourite games to share with your loved ones on dark winter evenings? Last year with my family, we laughed ourselves silly over Octodad. But sometimes the games we love the most aren't the ones we can share. Are there any games you wish were multiplayer but aren't? And if they were, how would that work? Love and Christmas kisses, Chris Stewart. Mm. Uh, the one that's entertaining uh, myself, and my wife, and my son at the moment um, uh, is Tricky Towers on Switch. I don't like that game. What? Well, you can't come round over Christmas. Jonathan Smith loves that game. He does, yeah. Right, His kids are very good great. at it. Yeah. I don't like it. What don't you like about it? For me, block stacking games are all about perfect tessellation, mm-hmm. and that game hinges around imperfect fits, right? It tilts and the things crash down onto the thing. It doesn't it doesn't have that satisfaction of blocks um sinking it's got the added blocks. No it does. Uh, you can only get a half a half a step out but mm, which I don't like. It's all yeah but then don't then don't do it. Like you have to be pretty bad because <laughs> it's quite obvious where they're gonna fall. But it's all about then where the weight's distributed and how the pieces interlock together. It's uh it's very, very, very smart. Um we enjoy it three player. I have to say we had our uh, works uh, Christmas office drinks last Thursday. Mm. We, we did four player on Switch, and it was. Um, how did you How did you get Smash Brothers off the? Oh uh, yeah, we had to. Well, actually, I well, we'll come to Smash Brothers shortly. But um, we played Jackbox and we played Tricky Towers. Both were hits, but uh, Tricky Towers in four player does stutter a bit. Um, Mike Bithell was on about this this week on Twitter. Was talking about uh, you know he can't believe there isn't a Christmas game. There isn't right. a, you know, a game that we all uh, turn to at Christmas and go, oh, it's Christmas time to get, you know, X out of. I guess the closest I, I, that I can remember, there were a couple back in the day, right? There was Christmas Lemmings, uh, which was a reskin Christmas Nights, uh, which people, you know, feel affectionately about, but is basically unavailable now. Um, for me, the game that feels the most Christmas to me is, is Mario 64 and the sort of ice levels, snow levels in that feels super, super festive. I guess because it was a Christmas gift back when it came out. Well, not you, to me. You might be playing that next Christmas, Steve, might you? Yeah, on the... Nintendo said they're not making any more small consoles. What? Yep. They're not making any more small ones and the ones that are currently in shops are the last ones of them. Okay. The implication there is that you'll be playing them on not small consoles. Oh, I see. Mm. That's what, well, that's what I read into it. I don't know, obviously. Maybe. Mm. That's interesting. Interesting. It's a shame. I quite like the idea of a tiny Yeah, game. I agree. Yeah, they should stop after the N64, I just, shouldn't they? No, because I want a really tiny game. Cu- a game. Okay. <laughs> I mean, even smaller I was going to say, what's smaller than yeah. a cube? Well, a cube. But, yeah. Uh, Tony Gallen wrote, um, and I, uh, he, he wrote, Hey team, and SSG if appropriate, 
How are you all? You okay? Just take care of yourselves, yeah? It's been a long year. Okay, have a good break. P.S. And then he puts um, two very dense paragraphs of Super Smash Bros tips, which I read uh, when the letter came in, and I genuinely found useful. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so thanks for that, Tony. That's brilliant. Yeah, it is super, super helpful. Um, Yeah, I mean... I guess we have nothing to answer in that. Well, uh, let's roll on to John Evans' um, email. It says, Dear One Life Left and Christmas SSG. After listening to your woes about how to navigate the complexities of Super Smash Bros, I felt compelled to email you to tell you how I sort of accidentally found out more than found out more about how the game works. Being a teacher who likes video games, I brought my Switch into work to use an end-of-term Christmas treat with my form. Wish you were my teacher, John. <laughs> After asking a couple of questions about the game, which uh, which they were all playing expertly, I discovered a wealth of information about the directional air dodge, the flicker effect of the person with the most points, and how not to keep falling off the map every blinking games, plus lots more. Can I recommend you sit and play the game with a group of nine-year-olds rather than trying to find anything in the tutorial section of the game? Hmm... Uh, anyway, I wanted to ask, what games have you played with young people who have schooled you and made you feel like an old dinosaur? Thanks, and happy Christmas. John from Bearstead. Um, well, uh, Super Smash Bros, Fortnite, and Minecraft right. are games I've played with young people, and I've gone, what is happening? So has is your, is your son gone for Super Smash Bros. then? Uh, he's not as into it so Jonathan Smith's kids love mm. it and they travel the world um, competitively uh, fighting um, they? In, yeah they do um, wh- when we were up there last they were showing Dexter how to play they were still playing the Wii U version Is that the, was, was that the best version mm-hmm. or the Wii mm-hmm. version maybe I don't know um, I think he wants it for Christmas he doesn't seem to be that interested in it um, right but uh, he, yes, he certainly will will play it. I learned a lot about um, the Super Smash Brothers competitive scene at the uh, One Life Life Christmas party, and some of it surprised me. In that apparently, um, apparently, the, the way the uh, the way the sort of esports scene regards it is quite sniffly. In that it's um it's very very hard or almost impossible to balance a game with that number of characters right, right. there's 60 or and there's so many there other is. variables as well correct so they have very very strict rules okay. on what's acceptable both in terms of characters and staging you must all play bayonetta because she's, she's op isn't she right well i i think she's I don't know if she's not allowed, but apparently the ones that are allowed are all the sort of fighty ones. So okay. Ryu and Ken, and right. uh, apparently Fox McCloud is allowed. There's, there's only, <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, there's only like that would be his slogan, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fox McCloud. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's only like I don't know, uh, ten characters that are allowed, and there's only two stages of all of the stages that oh, are allowed excellent. to. So what they're actually trying to do is crush this game into something that that it isn't really. And at that point, are you really playing Smash Brothers? I bet they were furious when Nintendo kept revealing stages. Well, they're even more furious. Apparently, the real real reason they're furious is you have this ladder online, right? Um, When you compete on Smash Brothers online, you can define how you're competing. So the really hardcore players say, right, we're only we're only playing as Fox McCloud and we're only playing on the training stage. He's allowed. And we're playing. Yeah, he's allowed. Everyone knows that. (laughs) It rhymes, so it must be true. Uh, we're only playing on the training stage, and we're only playing with these no no extra items, nothing. But 
when you set up a competitive game, you can meet anybody in the world. Right. So they, you know, walk up as bayonetta. They do that. Shouldn't let. And suddenly they meet. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly they meet. They meet Simon, who's just going. I'm playing with all the items on, and you only have to punch people once. And actually, it's the opposite rules today. So if you lose, you win. And that victory or defeat still counts in their rankings. And it's, they're like, you're not playing properly. You're ruining the fun for everyone. And yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the current chaos in the community, which sounds fun. Sounds mm, fun. Does, yeah. Anyway, thank you both for all of your tips. Maybe we'll start yep. playing competitively. The tip I was given was to play single player classic mode, which is six fights with one character. And actually, I've been quite enjoying that. I still don't really know what's no, going I, on. I tried that. had no idea. Okay. Whose letter are you going to take next, Steve? Uh, I am going to take Matthew McSherry's yes. letter. Okay, he says... Dear team and SSG, from tomorrow's world to Mystic Meg, making predictions is a mugs game. The gaming landscape changes so fast that only a fool would commit themselves to declaring the shape of the future. That being said, what prediction have you made in the past that totally came true to the point where you're pretty sure you were, it was your idea in the first place? And please make a prediction about the future of gaming in 2019 so we can look back in judgment in a year's time. Be bold, be certain, and... <laughs> Will your future of the vi- will your vision of the future is happening? He goes on to say, my prediction is that Death Stranding turns out to be a, like a playable trailer for, to be actually a playable trailer for Half Life Three. Mm. Thanks for all the great shows over the year. Have a great winter holiday Cheers. festival time. Merry, happy everyone. Well, um, I've not predicted anything uh, that I can remember, but I, but reading that letter uh, today did make me think back to some of the people who were speculating about Epic's game store before it launched, going, oh, wouldn't it be interesting? Oh, Valve stuffs, they've got, they, they've got no competition. Wouldn't it be interesting if you, someone oh, who had the big game <laughs> did this? And then I saw them retweet themselves after the announcement going, ha, you see what I was alluding to? The fact is, it was an open secret what yeah. was going on and so that really annoyed me I didn't call anybody out on it but I was like oh god we all knew we just but just you know keep quiet yeah right like there is that the us I've always been slightly surprised by the video games industry's skill at keeping secrets like everyone seems to know who it's okay to talk to about these things right. and also what circumstances it's okay to talk to about and if you become the person on Twitter who says I know this thing you don't look cool. No. You just look slightly annoying because everyone's out like, yeah, we all know it, but yep. we're smart enough not to talk about it. Uh, I will predict, though, there'll be a new Switch next year. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be. I think there's going to be. Although, actually, uh, do you get these? You, you're on Android, aren't you? you yeah. Do you yeah. get these awful? Um, oh, God, I bet it's not here now. Um Awful uh, recommendations. If you if you you're on the the Pixel launcher, it you swipe away and it gives you these things that it thinks you're interested yes, in. Right? So you've I got do. to be very careful about what you're googling because yeah. you know. Or even hanging around with David McCarthy. Uh, so in Japan, I was uh-huh. talking to David, and um, genuinely within two days of talking to him, and I hadn't touched my phone. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, we think you're interested in rugby." <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, we think you're interested in the Ireland football team. Right. I, I, yeah, crazy. Um. So uh, I did see somebody drag five paragraphs out of speculation about a new Switch next year. And I just thought, Mm. God, if that was your job, you would be so depressed. 
We've had a tip from a source that rem- wishes to remain anonymous that says that next year there will be a new iteration of the Switch. Our source, who is anonymous, said that sometime next year. Next year means between January and December. So mm-hmm. between then, you can expect, honestly, there were five paragraphs of this. So they must have had a word yeah. counterwork to. Uh, Sony, uh, Sony. So I haven't turned on my PlayStation for a year and a half now. Uh, Sony still doing PlayStation Plus like it was a year and a half ago. Uh, no, it changes from next March to a Netflix-like service. No, they've said that they're stopping giving away because uh, at the moment you get two PS4 games, mm-hmm. you get two PS3 games, right? And you get two PS Vita games. Okay, thanks for that. What they said for March is we're not giving away the PS3 or Vita games. Okay, so my prediction. Okay. By this time next year, Sony will have launched or announced a Xbox-style Game Pass thing because I don't think they can continue with... with They've got that to some, some some extent with PlayStation Now, though, haven't they? Is that the same? That's a, that's that's a subscription-based... Uh, so you pay a certain fee per month. It was originally streaming, but you can, uh, down, you can download now because that, that was what Gakai was. Do you was. have access to all of those, or do you have to pay per title? Uh, you, I thought you had to pay per title. Uh, it's got a subscription thing with all all you can eat in. I believe. Uh, does it? I believe. Okay. Well, maybe that doesn't count as a prediction, less as something that's actually happened. <laughs> Which is, it's not really. It's not really in those rules, is it? It's not. Mm. Right, we had one more letter, and that okay. was from Ben Hall, who said, "Hello, team. Plen- uh, potentially plus a Roll Seven super special guest. Where are they?" I don't know. <laughs> Christmas Marioki, I was taught a new dance move that I then had to keep doing whenever Anne and her friends demanded it. What move in video games do you like to do over and over again? Teabagging. <laughs> I tell you what, generally in uh, in games, I like jumping, I like jumping around the place. But the game that I I'm going to talk about in the review section, oh, yeah. uh, I love so much that I've actually been forgoing jumping in it. Okay. Even though you can jump all the time. Again, just another little clue there. We'll talk about that after a little bit of music. This is from chipmusic.org. It's star of Bethlehem by Ark Demon. It's a bit sober. Um, talking of sober... Oh, yeah. I wasn't sober at the Christmas party, and neither was Scants. Uh, we had a great time at the Christmas party uh, last week, um, last Friday. Uh, thank you so much to our secret Santa, who was secret, okay. so we can't talk about it. Is that right? And his elf as well okay really really excellent for handing out the prizes thank you so much to everyone who came and sang with us obviously thanks to loading for providing pom life left new cocktail what pom pom pomegranate okay. a pomegranate moscow mule 
Right. Um, was, and was that, that was nice, was it? Yeah, it was really, really, really good. And part of the reason why I definitely wasn't sober. Did some brilliant carols, so thank you to all of the uh, songwriters for those and our brilliant Christmas songs as well. It was an excellent time. Sorry if you couldn't get in, it was a sellout. Uh, but we'll do another one next year. Why not? Why not? Why not? It's been a success for the last few years. So we'll keep doing that and tickets will still be £7.10 because we've only got one joke. Um, shall we do the review section? Have you got anything to talk about, Steve? It's not as if you've been uh, trailing this. I think so. I've played so much this week. So much. Um... I played North. No, not North. I don't know why. South. I keep calling it. I, I, North is... Have you bought North on Switch? It's often discounted. No. It's quite cool. It's got a really, really strong intro. And the reason I call this game North is because my very first thought was that intro is so strong and confident, it reminds me of North. Uh, it's Below by Capybara Games. Okay, that's... Much vaunted. Yeah, again, free on Game Pass. Highly anticipated. I've not, I've not played it. Have you not played it yet? No. Um, so I... I wasn't. I, I didn't really know a lot about this. And when I, when a game is coming out that I know I'm going to play, I try to avoid information about it because I find it much more exciting to go into something cold and play it for the first time with no expectations and nothing spoiled by a trailer. So I didn't even even know what type of game it was. Um, I think the introduction to the game, the the sort of first few seconds when you're not even interacting is one of the most confident introductions to a video game I've ever seen it's really bold, very very slow and pretty and I I absolutely loved it it's an enormously atmospheric uh, game you start on an island you don't really know what's going on, the game doesn't explain anything to you to the point that it is it's almost off-puttingly opaque Uh, as you wander around in the rain you discover things it uses uh, good game design techniques to lead you to the things that will teach you more things, paths in the grass and standout objects that you want to investigate and slowly you find out about the systems and you're encouraged to explore this uh, cave system below an island more and more. I didn't find it very much fun. Uh, it seemed like an enormous artistic achievement uh, visually and atmospherically. But the game systems don't appeal to me very much. At its core, it seems to be, and I'm not super, super deep into it. I think I'm on Cavern 3 or something. Uh, Moving around, slashing enemies, dying, upgrading your weapons. So it's tagged with roguelike on Steam. And again, that doesn't really apply, but it is the sort of game that modern games refer to as roguelikes, which is you grind a bit, you find better weapons, you upgrade your stuff, you go back to a stash, you have more... Uh, elements there there is crafting in it and crafting was so hot like two years <laughs> ago and now just feels bleak and arduous um i kept quitting out because i was kind of bored and i would die and i would not want to play anymore but then going back to it because the atmosphere was so strong that i would want to you know i was like i must be missing something that's worth pushing through um but I've not found that thing yet. I've not found that thing to draw me in. And on the PC, which is where I'm playing on, it has to be so much stronger because playing on the PC is not as comfortable as playing on the Switch. It's not there with me. I have to make an effort to turn the PC on, load the game up. Um, I will go back to it, but at the moment, you know, it's a 7 out of 10 for me. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was pleased to see it. I mean, I've got the impression that it's done okay because uh, it's Cappy's third game. Right, um, yeah. And I really do like Cappy. Um, I, I love them. I, I think they're a brilliant studio and they've got so much vision. And uh, But 
sometimes games aren't for you and it feels like this one isn't for me uh, I finished uh, Stick of Truth this week okay. um, which I feel slightly embarrassed to say that I like because um, yeah, you some, said you weren't a South Parky person some of the jokes in it are very very offensive Stick <laughs> no, it's not on really is it no um, but yeah it's very good uh, I will buy the sequel sequel when it's cheap um so seven out of ten. Um, I've continued to play Smash, Smash Brothers. We didn't give that a score last week because we both said we were going to play oh, it's, it. It's, it's I like haven't played it anymore. Ongoing. Um, uh, the other thing I have been playing them on though uh, is I received my Genki Bluetooth uh, switch adapter, Bluetooth earphones What's adapter. That to? Oh, that. Oh, that. Yeah, it came from Kickstarter. Okay. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's perfect for someone who's got some Bluetooth earbuds who listens to mm-hmm. some podcasts when he stood up on the train. Okay. And then when he can sit down and move to it, yeah, uh, delivered before Christmas. Very, very happy with them. Bought the neon neon colour, obviously. Didn't get of hit course. with custom charges. So, nice. um, yeah, I would recommend that when he goes on general sale. The Genki Bluetooth uh, earphones thing, I think, if you Google that. 7 out of 10. What else have you been playing, Steve? Well, I played Katamari Damashi Reroll uh, on uh, PC Kate, again. Kate started playing that yesterday. I think it feels a bit clunky. I've always thought it felt a bit clunky. Mm, and I didn't enjoy it as much as my memory really said noisy I would as well. enjoy it. Just noisy and... I think atmospherically it's so great and I'm so fond of everything in it but I did I, it just felt felt a bit brutal and mechanical and I yeah I think that sometimes it's best not to go back Okay, and this is one of those circumstances What score did you give it originally? 7 Okay and what would it get now? I guess a 7 Okay I have to say, I'm getting a bit embarrassed because some some people who send us codes do go. Oh, can you send us a clip and also let us know what score it got? <laughs> and I, I, uh, I, I put score NA. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, NA what else have you been playing? Out of ten. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was I was as I said on Saturday I was doing my catch up of games that I had heard of or games that I thought I should play, and they weren't all games that I necessarily have. Uh, know anything about I also played a little game called Similand uh, which I, I enjoyed a sort of card game world building game very very simple uh, 7 out of 10 I played a game called Paperbark atmospheric Australian game about a wombat uh, quite cute 7 out of 10 um, and then I played Greece. I think is that that's how you, how you say it. it. Oh, I've always just thought Gris. Gris, Gris. I think it's Gris. Okay, actually. well, you, you've played it. Does it. Is it pronounced in the game? It is not so far, at least. And mm. there's very, uh, there's no dialogue. Gris, I think, because it's the Spanish word for grey. Um, Gris is, is a platform game. Um, mechanically, it's quite simple. You are a, uh, a woman. Uh, you can move left, right. You can jump and you collect stuff, I guess. You collect stars. Um... And that doesn't sound very interesting, but I guess it's all about the aesthetic, and I don't think I know a prettier video game. I am almost certain I don't know a better a video game with better creative direction. Uh, when you play it, it's got another really, really confident and striking introduction. And when you play it right from the start, it is clear this is a vision, and my word I, I've never um, I, I sat for an hour playing this thing with my mouth open <laughs> and this was not like a performative look at me I'm shocked thing because I was on my own um, in the room I was genuine I just noticed I was like this is incredible it literally made me shiver from how beautiful it is are uh, you playing on PC or Switch? I'm playing it on PC okay um, 
but I will buy it on Switch as well because it's the sort of game that's so good uh, and so good from the start and so just beautiful that I want to show to people and I'm happy paying the 15 quid it is. Is that how much it is? £4.72. In Russia. Uh, I'm happy paying whatever for it, honestly, because uh, it's the only it's the only game in living memory I've ever felt like an hour in that I have to stop playing it because it felt disrespectful to just you know rush all the way through it. Um, and it keeps surprising me. So part of the reason that, that I got my Russian friend over was that I, I've seen a lot of love for this, uh-huh. and obviously it's from Devolver, who I really like. Um, however, I get the sense that it's going to be one of those games uh, with a capital uh, letter for each of those yeah. words uh, that everybody likes, but I don't. Like people have been comparing it to Journey and stuff like Is that true? Uh, I think it, it reminds me of all the games. It reminds me of Journey, but I think it's, for me, it's better than Journey. Wow. It's more... It's more playable and more direct. It's got smarter, what I think are, are better designed puzzles in there. And it, it has, there are moments in Journey that awe me as a game designer and as a, uh, some, you know, someone who appreciates the visuals or the aesthetics or whatever. There are more of those for me in Cree. Um, it, it's constantly a game where you want to take a screenshot of it and show it to everyone. The palettes alone are just phenomenal, and the palettes are constantly shifting. Um, I'm not. I think I'm. I don't know how far through I am at the moment. I guess. I guess I, if I had to guess, I'd say maybe three quarters. And I don't want it to end. Part of me wishes it was just an hour and a half long, because then I think more people would appreciate this sort of thing. But I, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. It, it is right now because I'm trapped within the strength of feeling my game of the year. I don't really wow. ever say game of the year, but I, I don't, I can't recall another one this year that's made me this in love from the start. And I would also say I knew nothing about it at the start at all. Um, and I think that that is a solid thing to do with games, just approach them cold. And if someone tells you, someone you trust tells you to buy something, buy them, blame them afterwards. Listeners, do you trust Steve? What a way to end the show. What a way to end the year with on such a high. <laughs> Game of the year swooped in out of nowhere. I haven't given it a score yet. Okay. Seven. Mm. Thank you all so much for listening this year. Uh, and we will be back in January. We will. Uh, with a full complement of people in the studio, we hope. But until then, we've been One Life Left. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.